1: Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.
2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.
3: All right. 13 after 7, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. What What does chance of rain really mean? Uh, Why you might want to rethink your OnlyFans account if you have kids in Catholic school and everything you need to know about Toilet Plume. It is Wednesday, the 24th of February, 2021. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, guys. Your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. By the way, today is National... Tortilla Chip Day!
0: Oh, Happy National Tortilla Chip and, Day!
3: And somehow none of us got the day off work. I,
0: I
1: know it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We get ripped off. <laughs> in Treatment honor me. of
3: today's very real holiday, a new study looked at Google search data to figure out the most popular dip in every state uh, for tortilla chips or any other kind of chip, for that matter. And uh, salsa, salsa, won the most states with eighteen. It just beat out guacamole.
4: Ooh, I love mm. both 15 of those.
3: States, yeah. Queso was third with six states, and then ranch and buffalo chicken dip both won three oh, states. Quality. Nice.
4: I like those um simple truth blue corn tortilla trip chips. And they also make a private selection one that comes like in a like a little tiny um it's called a tortilla strip. Hmm. In my opinion, the tortilla strip is phenomenal for dipping.
3: Next yeah, I
4: you that, go. I can see
3: that. Get those. Yeah, those look good. Uh, I'm looking at these other ones. Uh, French onion dip, crab dip, and beer cheese dip. Also each one. Beer cheese. A state. yeah. It's been a long time since I had beer cheese. I got some in my fridge. My friend Meg made it. It's very good. Nice.
4: Yeah, I prefer the pretzel with the beer cheese dip.
5: Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't I'd get, agree with you on that. Yeah, I don't really think of that as a tortilla thing, but it could be if I had them.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm not against <laughs> it. If it was the
0: only cheese you had for your tortilla.
4: Did you guys grow up on crab dip, Jeff? Like being from the Northeast?
0: You would think, but we did
3: not. Uh, no. I just
4: was one I don't really see that being one that's like made a lot. You know what I
3: mean? A lot of great seafood restaurants. I mean, we had access to the freshest, most amazing seafood anywhere lobster. But, no. No, I didn't really grow up liking crab. In fact, it wasn't until later in life I even started eating crab cakes. Now (laughs) I love it. Me too. You know. Now the phrase mind-blowing gets thrown around a lot on the internet, but this truly deserves it. There is a TikTok video going viral right now from a woman who said she just found out the chance of rain in a weather forecast does not mean what we've always thought it means.
5: I got to tell you, I got into a fight with someone about this last year, and I was wrong. And I reached, I called Frank, I called Randy Rico, I reached out to Jennifer Ketchmark, and I wanted to see what their take was on all of this. Did you wow. think there would
3: be different answers?
5: There were. <laughs> they all all three of them had a different answer. Really? But I could sort of take away they all gave me a gray answer because they didn't want to commit to one or the other, but they all sort of leaned one way. Mm. And that's what Jeff will kind of explain here. But I was I was adamant and I was wrong, and I will admit it. Ooh.
3: Yeah, according to this BuzzFeed article, thirty percent thirty percent chance of rain does not mean there is a three in ten chance it will rain. The thirty percent is based on on what the chances are that it's going to rain multiplied by the percentage of the area that will get rain. I got to repeat that again.
4: I know, I don't understand.
3: <laughs> that 30% is based on what the chances that it's going to rain are multiplied by the percentage of the area that will get the rain. <laughs> To the gym to work out.
4: Pretty sure that's J Lo and P. S. The person behind all of this
3: is Chris Jenner.
4: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never
5: ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hmm. So
5: geography involved.
3: Yeah, so and math. So fifty let's take fifty percent to keep it simple. Fifty percent in the forecast doesn't mean there's a 50-50 chance it'll rain, it means there's a chance rain will happen in the area multiplied by how much of the area will probably get that rain. So if a meteorologist is 50% sure there will be rain that will cover 80% of the local area, that would come out as 40% on the weather forecast. Got it. (laughs) <laughs>
5: I just look for it the emotions It just sounds
3: unnecessarily complicated
6: Right, you, yeah. but you know? I don't know how else
3: you do it Alright, so here's the TikTok video that's uh, blowing people's minds right now, let's see if it makes any more sense listening to that.
6: Probability of precipitation or POPs as we call it for short, it's a pretty simple equation, confidence times coverage, okay, most often this is used for coverage so let's say that I'm 100% sure that 30% of the forecast area will see at least some measurable rain. Then I-
3: Yeah, that's what I want to know <laughs> If you're 100% sure that what, that part of the area is going to, times
6: coverage okay most often this is used for coverage so let's say that I'm 100% sure that 30% of the forecast area will see at least some measurable rain then I'd forecast a 30% chance for rain right basically to boil it down if you stay in one spot all day and there's a 30% chance for rain then you have a 30% chance for rain if you move around a little bit throughout the day your chances will go up important to remember the percentage has nothing to do with how much rain falls you could have a 10% chance for rain and still end up with flooding if you get caught under a rogue thunderstorm. Now, it also doesn't really help that a lot of different meteorologists have different definitions. But this is the actual technical definition.
3: That's why when Tim called Randy and Frank and who else did you reach out to? Uh, Jennifer. Jennifer Ketchmark. At yeah, 9. that's why you got three different answers. Mm-hmm.
5: They all sort of work saying the same thing, but Frank said it one way. Jennifer was like, "Well, it's really you know where we're just we can't we can say this or we can say that, but everyone thinks it's something different, so we kind of just meet in the middle and." Randy was like, No, it's definitely this. And just, I don't know. It's it fascinating. Didn't, it didn't isn't really it? make me feel different about what I initially thought.
4: You're still going to feel like there's confused. a 30% yep. chance of rain. There's 30% rain. Yep. Not where I am in the tri state that I'm going to see yeah. 30%. Yep.
0: I'm just going to go with any percentage. It might rain today. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> Maybe that's what they yeah, should just rain. say because it also sounds like if there's an 80% chance of rain, you feel like it is just going to be downpours it's all day long. It's probably going to rain today. Right. But oh, but downpours. Like yeah. 80% makes me feel like 80% of the bucket is going to fill up.
0: Yep. That's wrong, that's but
4: wrong. it feels that way.
0: It was, you know, it was so much easier. Weather in Florida is so much easier because it's the same... Every single day throughout the year.
3: It's very predictable.
0: It's, yeah, you know. You
3: know during the summertime that it's going to be hazy, hot, and humid with a high around 93. With a good chance of thunderstorms this afternoon.
0: And, <laughs> and a high of 93. A- <laughs> Every day. Yeah. Every day. Pop-up
4: storm around 3 p.m. Yep. Just in time just to head right in from the Jen, beach and take right a Right when Jen is leaving
0: for work, she's <laughs> yeah. going, There'll be a torrential downpour, and I will be absolutely soaked going from the building to my car. Right, and <laughs>
3: most of that stuff is going to move on out of here by the time Jeff gets off the air at seven p.m.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the sun will be back out, and it's time to have a drink. That's right. Yeah. How fun. <laughs> I
3: know, but it would be it would be so much easier though if you could just break it down like, yeah, there's a one in ten chance of rain today. For who? So, yeah, you just... That's why I say, depending uh, on where you are.
0: Yes, there you go. Well, you how
3: got How hard covered. is
4: it to be a meteorologist, though? It sounds like I it's really have. hard. I mean, seriously. Because everybody at, hates you. Yes! <laughs> they get yelled at for being wrong all the time. Yeah. But how are they supposed to be right when we don't even understand what the, they're, they're trying to do? they're
5: crazy maps that are not in color going... This is the European model based against the blah 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 model and the, the forces yeah. of the the, the the northern winds and the Pacific. Our seventeen like, radars
4: are telling us Power different five, things. What's it telling me? I don't know. <laughs> and
0: yeah. then you get all these new things like thunder snow.
4: Yes. What the hell is that? You're Jim right.
3: Cantori and his thunder <laughs> <laughs> You want to talk about a guy who loves what? Like oh, who's really the passionate beating, about bald weather, guy, right? Yeah. yeah.
4: Is that the guy that's always out in the hurricane?
0: Yes, he's real muscular and he's bald. Yes, okay. that dude. I know. Very enthusiastic,
4: and he's yes, he's always a lot yelling. of passion. And he's like, "There's 75 mile an hour winds, <laughs> Jennifer," and he's like, "In it, in it."
3: Yeah, he get he got. I was watching him one time. I, I forget what storm this was, but he got way too excited about lightning during a snowstorm. Which you know, let's face it, that's. Um, that's that's pretty cool.
4: Oh, yes! Yes!
3: He was in, I know where he was. He was in Plymouth, Massachusetts, and he was reporting on a snowstorm from up there because he always goes, the Weather Channel has a lot of meteorologists, but Jim Cantore is kind of the top dog. He's been there the longest, and he loves to just be where the action is. Mm-hmm. And so if there's like a major weather event taking place across the country, like this last storm that we had, he's got to be in the worst possible place. Yeah. And every now and then, when, when an event occurs, especially when he's live, he loses his <laughs> freaking mind, <laughs> as he did in Plymouth, Massachusetts, back in 2015 during a winter storm there. Oh, yes! 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 We got it, baby! <laughs> we got it! We got it! Woo! Lightning during a snowstorm, which, you know, agreed, that's not something that happens it's rare, every day. Right? Woo! We got it! Yes! Listen to that! The, uh, Listen to that!
5: The doctor in the studio—I can't think of his name. Kind of like the—he's the Doctor oh, yeah. Honey, Honey uh, Dew of the Muppets, but he's the Weather Channel version guy. Yeah, I know what you mean. He, his excitement letter uh, level is a little bit different.
3: Yeah, just the opposite. <laughs> oh baby! Oh again, again—that's a twofer. That's a two for me. I mean, how do you make weather exciting? Listen to this guy. Yes, that's a two for, oh my goodness. Yes, again, that's a three. You gotta be kidding me. I mean, I guess this is the kind of stuff you live for. You know, when you're a kid growing up, you're fascinated by the weather and predicting the weather and you go to school for this and you get to do it for a living. I mean, this guy's living the dream. You gotta be kidding
0: me. Oh,
3: my God. And, you know, the things you get to witness, too, (laughs) when you're out live on location because
0: I mean, imagine travel
3: all over the country.
0: We would have paid really close attention when they were teaching us about all the different kinds of clouds. Oh, my God. And if we got really excited about that and all we needed for entertainment was to step outside as a child and look. There's a
2: Stratus. There's a
5: Stratus. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Look at the
3: <laughs> yeah. but no I slept through every one of those winds have really picked up in through here and there's another one that's number you've got to be kidding me How is you this can even have happening? your 500 million dollar jackpot in powerball or whatever the heck it was but I'll take this baby four four lightning strikes four episodes of thunder snow I can hear thunder uh so we had another one so we actually had five Five strikes, five thunder. I mean, this is just a total change. Literally within an hour. We, uh, was that another one? Was that? Oh, my good Dude, that's number six. got to be kidding me.
0: <laughs> uh, how disappointed do you think he's going to be when he finds out the whole time it was aliens? Oh
4: wow. <laughs> Did you guys ever have the weatherman come to your school? Yes, when, all oh, the time. We thought it was so fantastic. Like, he would come when I was at Glenow Swing Elementary He would come, whoever the weatherman was, would come, and he always brought, like, a leaf blower. And he would randomly select kids to go to the front of the room to get the leaf blower to the face to mock what it was like to be in a hurricane. And you always wanted to be the kid that was picked for the Mm -hmm. leaf blower experience. That's so
3: funny. When we were in Boston for my mother's funeral, I told you guys we had a snowstorm the night before the funeral where we literally had 17 and a half inches of snow dumped on us. And so I, of course, am turning on Channel 5 in Boston. Dr. Harvey Leonard is the meteorologist there who's been there since I was a child. He's the guy that used to come to our school and I'm like, honey, I'm, t- I'm trying to convey to Kristen how excited I am that Harvey Leonard is Aww. still doing the for- – he's uh-huh. still on honey, the air. he's still on. I'm like, you don't understand. This guy came to our school. He's awesome. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, we're, we're just getting – honestly, for, for lack of a better analogy, we are getting absolutely puked on right now.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> I love him. I do
3: too. <laughs> That's the guy you want to come to your school right there, yes. Jim Cantori yes. from the Weather Channel.
2: Little boys are savages three little boys each of them has headbutted me for no reason at all (laughs) oh well we are in church okay when you have a daughter you have thoughts like maybe i should save for med school when you have a son you're like there's gonna be a couple rounds of rehab (laughs) i have three boys two girls i have enough kids where even mormons are like you should settle down (laughs) travel with my kids my two youngest are three and five-year-old boys And traveling with boys that age is like transferring serial killers between prisons. (laughs) We've seen the movie, you know it doesn't work out. My three-year-old, I love him, but he's eternally in a bad mood. He always has a look on his face like he's going to shiv you with a crayon. Or he's pooping. And sometimes it's both. And our five-year-old—he's—he's he's an escape artist. He's the El Chapo of children. You just put him down, and he runs. And then I have to pay my twelve-year-old to go get him.
3: It's Jim Gaffigan. From. Uh... I don't know. One of his Netflix specials. You said you just saw one yeah, recently. I just right? saw that
0: one. Oh, that. Shortly, yeah. yeah. Brian Regan just had a new one released yesterday on Netflix. Yeah. He's great. I love him. Yeah, I,
4: I, I, I saw most of it. Did you watch it? Yeah. Oh, he's so funny. Yeah.
3: So we've all had that moment when we're driving, and the check engine light comes on.
0: And it's, that can come on for a lot of different it's reasons, just a right? I'll just
3: give it till tomorrow. It's, it's just a same. sensor, probably
0: that this literally
4: just happened to me last week when we were driving here. I was driving here the last Wednesday the day after the big ice storm or whatever and this light came on on my car and it said brake system and oh I'm well, like, at least
3: yours is somewhat specific.
4: Well, it said that break the the information check engine light came on, and then there was a separate light that said brake system, and oh. it happened right when I was getting off at Reading Road, and I just I just like pulled in the parking lot, mm. and I'm like, man, maybe it'll just turn off when I, <laughs> I start my car back mm. up
3: because you just don't want to deal with it
5: because
4: i don't i'm like what well, am i going to have to call aaa and get a tow maybe it's just all the salt on the tire it's just like when there's
5: a weird smell so you're like that's eh, probably the car in front of me
6: yeah
4: no <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't, it's fine
3: god damn it what's
0: what's wrong now i thought i thought he was going to play the Please. drivers I did too. license. i'm like oh, uh, what are you doing uh, i thought the no.
4: same thing jen <laughs>
3: Nope, but uh, a lot of people have had that moment when the check engine light comes on, and we've also had that moment where we just ignore it figure it'll go away on its own and keep on driving. Uh, but according to a new survey, people will drive around for an average of nine days with that check engine light on before they actually
0: take their car into the shop. Yeah, that that light actually makes me nervous. I get worried about that one. When...
4: Especially with children, Yeah, you
0: should. Yeah,
3: yeah survey also found that uh, almost half of Americans have been late to an event or missed it completely because of their car breaking down. I mean,
0: I'll go 20,000 miles before I get an oil change, but that light comes on. Yeah, I
3: mean, you know, it's 2021. I feel like cars ought to be able to give you more specific information. Like, well, I don't know what this means. So now i got to pay a guy to just look at it. That's why. And then tell me. <laughs> That's maddening. <laughs> But I like that Fritz just says. Brake
4: system. Yeah,
3: that's kind of cool.
4: Well, my They're the thing better. that I don't enjoy about it, though, when um, like for my car, the check engine light will come on if I have a tire low.
5: Or if you don't put your or, gas tank yes, thing screwed on the right way. The cap. Yeah. But it
4: also has like a separate thing that tells me that like it'll have like the check engine light comes on and then it's got like a little eye which I think means information I don't know but when you hit the button to go through on the eye it'll tell you like tire deflated or something I don't know Hmm. I don't know this is one part of my life that I do not enjoy I love having someone else handle for me the buttons and the lights in the car
0: uh, anything and everything vehicle related.
4: Totally, Jen. From cleaning totally. it. Yes.
0: To maintenance. To
4: even putting gas in it for me occasionally. I'm a big fan of that as well.
0: Yeah. Uh huh.
3: That check engine light will drive me nuts. I got to take care of it immediately. I can't wait. It's just, it's annoying me. It's all I can see. I try to look away, but no, I see it in the corner of my eye. It's in my peripheral vision.
0: I'm glad they make it orange, though, or else I probably wouldn't notice it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I certainly, I never look down. I need a light to tell me I need gas. What I need a light is <laughs> like, Same. I need a light that says, okay, you're 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 going over 80 now.
4: No, I yeah, don't want time that light. To, mine, <laughs> ha, mine has that. I can
0: put a... a I can set it
5: for a uh, speed, yeah. same. <laughs> and once I hit that speed, it'll ding at me and, and say, say, "Whoa! Yeah.
0: What speed do you have it set at? Ninety-two?
5: Do I don't even know if I turned
3: it They're on." They're making them now where it beams up on your windshield, like. You know, have like a speed alert. alert or whatever. Yeah, including your check engine light. So for folks like Jen who never
0: actually look at the dash of the <laughs> instrument panel, <laughs> you just beam oh, yeah. it right there that, on your windshield. That's probably a really good idea. Yeah. That's a feature I'm going to no, look for next time. because what's going to
4: happen is you're going to be like, how do I turn
0: that off? I know. <laughs> I don't know. I want to go over 80. Tell <laughs> like Shut up! up looking at that thing just looking like at me. Just like I don't like that lane thing that, you know, no, where it takes off. over oh, your wheel. Oh, you can wheel disable that. Oh, I have. Lane assist. Bye. And it ding, ding, ding!
4: Isn't it so funny though that that's those are the like selling parts of cars that people are really enjoying the safety these features?
0: Days. <laughs> yes,
4: and I until I you don't drive wanna. with it, and then you're like,
3: that's annoying.
4: I don't want it off. I turn it off. Yeah, Tim, you have yours on. I have mine on. Yeah, because that you can feel. Because I've been in his car, and it'll it'll be like
5: yeah, like it goes,
4: it beep, just, beep, beep beep beep. Yeah. I
5: After a while, you don't notice I don't it. Mind it. I usually I'm usually in my lane no i'm not
3: tim, <laughs> tim keeps it on because he knows he
5: needs it <laughs> There for my protection you know i might need it
3: one day <laughs> drives like a new york city cab driver <laughs> <laughs> ikea is getting in on the tiny house movement you may have heard about they
5: should everything in there is designed for like teeny apartments i
3: think they're perfect for this yeah
5: that makes sense
3: I don't actually know anyone who's gotten one, but then again, you know we don't live in a super large metro like New York or San Francisco. But yeah. I know people
0: that build them and and um, design them and decorate them.
3: Yeah, I do Some big business. I like the concept. I think it's really cool. I don't know that as much as I like to purge and get rid of things, I don't know that I'm quite ready to take. The micro house step.
0: Because you would take, what's the smallest place you've ever lived? Like 700 square feet? I think was it wasn't your place in OTR, wasn't that about 700 it square feet? It was
3: 727 to be exact. So
0: a tiny house would be, what, a third of that?
3: 187 square feet. Okay. On or about. Like so. in
0: this case. Almost a fourth of that.
3: Yeah, so IKEA teamed up with a company called Escape to sell 187-square-foot tiny houses with built-in furniture, a collapsible desk, a queen-size bed, and a small kitchen and bathroom, all for $47,550.
0: Have you guys ever been inside one? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy how, mu- how everything you you know the most basics of what you need right all fits
3: yes and if Blows i my mind. if i wasn't with kristen i'd consider it yeah
4: is it is it bigger than this room or smaller than the room we're in i don't
0: smaller, know how many square feet smaller. is this room smaller? Smaller. Wow. well a lot of it's two. They, they do two stories too you know i mean wow. it the ceiling would just be this high but you know like the kitchen is under the bed <laughs> that's mm. up on a like a little loft area. where yeah. would you park your tiny house though? I mean, where would you put it because I mean people are are getting them and and putting them on the side of a mountain you know
3: yeah i mean i I guess you could either purchase a small plot of land or maybe even just rent a space in a
0: because that's or what something. I would I do. Know. I would like you know it'd be on a close to a cliff overlooking the ocean or. You probably spend more money
3: on that piece of land
0: than yeah. you would on
4: the
5: house itself.
4: Sure. Can you drive it around? Is that? Is they usually some, like
3: Think of it as a camper, basically. So you, you have, have to tow pull it, it behind
4: and, your yeah. car? They okay. arrive
3: on top of a flatbed trailer, and you have to put it together yourself. The IKEA ones? No, I'm kidding. Oh. It,
5: would,
3: it would be <laughs> okay, so IKEA, imagine. though. They hand you like, the a folded piece of paper. A little happy
5: man with right. no
3: words. Here's your little Here you pouch of all the...
5: Knock yourself out. All the out. screws and tools
3: that you mm-hmm. need, right now. The homes are are delivered already built, uh, the whole and even house
5: with an Allen wrench—that's <laughs> <laughs> it, the whole house. That's
3: all you need. <laughs> it's a universal Allen wrench, and uh, yeah, they do come on top of a flatbed trailer. In the event you want to you want to move it,
4: yeah. yeah, interesting.
3: Getting in on the the micro house movement, <laughs> micro homes micro-condos, tiny houses. And if you've ever, ever needed evidence of how much easier today's kids have it than we did, this is Exhibit A. There is a new Rubik's Cube on sale that gives you instructions on how to solve it. It connects to an app on your phone that guides you through every twist you need to make. Plus, it gives you some some general Rubik's Cube tips kind of along the way.
2: The Rubik's Connected Cube, a new interactive way to solve. Are you still struggling to complete that Rubik's Cube? All you need is a virtual tutor. Power your solve. Connected Cube from Rubik's.
3: It actually sounds cool, but these things are really expensive. If you want a Rubik's Connected Cube, it'll set you back $60.
0: Well, listen, I was a kid. I learned how to solve it. I think I had a book that kind of taught you the steps. And after you do it, you know, a few times, then you can do it totally do it pretty on your own really fast without using the book. So there's still a book out there somewhere that will show you how to do it. It's
4: all over YouTube as yeah. well. Like, And it has to do with counting, right, Jen? Like, don't you find, like. It's like the color in the corner of the whatever, and then you count, then you count, then you count. Well, you
0: start by making a pat. It's different patterns and processes of the patterns and the twists and the turns to get each cube exactly where it's supposed to Hmm. to go. There's a definite way to get there.
4: Just YouTube it.
0: By
3: the way, the TSA just released their annual list of the top ten catches from last year. Can you imagine being a TSA agent? Or oh, they're not agents anymore now; they're officers. Officers. Yeah, they changed. I was told they went from agents to officers for morale reasons.
0: Who do they, are they? What? What agency are they under? Are they with the FBI? Are they with? Do you Do you know? Are they like official officers? I mean, if they are, they cops. I would guess. What homeland, are they? My
3: guess would be Homeland Security. No. Yeah,
4: I think so because I was on vacation one time with a guy that worked at the airport, and his ultimate goal was to work for Homeland Security and be a TSA agent at LaGuardia or something like that.
3: Okay. Yeah, I guess I should know that since I, you know, do a lot of work with CVG. I should probably you're, look that. You're the up. Tr-
0: travel guy.
3: Yeah, but uh, someone I guess tried to fly out of Syracuse, New York. With a dead baby shark now, why would you want to do that? Floating in a container of chemical preservatives. Ooh. Yeesh. Why? They confiscated it because the chemicals were too dangerous to be in the air. So I guess what if you want to bring your dead baby shark on a plane next year, you can do it. Just do it without the chemicals.
0: I don't know how you you can take rotting fish on a plane that's essentially what it'll do if it's not in the...
4: Oh, yeah. Well, don't you remember when you would go to science class and they would have, like, the animals in the formaldehyde Mm -hmm. and you could look at them and stuff? Maybe there was like that, like a science teacher or something.
3: Yeah. Speaking of CVG, we got some new nonstop flights coming to Cincinnati to Key West.
4: Yay! Let's (laughs) go! Man,
3: I can't remember the last time I set foot in Key West. And last time I was in Key West, I... Couldn't afford to really stay there or enjoy it.
4: I've never been, but I did hear um, my boyfriend's been before, and he said, like, there's all these chickens and roosters that are just running everywhere. everywhere. Yeah.
3: I would love to go someday. Maybe next year. The low-cost direct flight to Key West is the only in the region which will operate on Wednesdays and Saturdays beginning June 9th. So you'll be able to fly nonstop to Key West on Allegiant, Out of CBG starting on June 9th. Uh, Vacation Express is restarting. Service to Cancun.
4: Those are good, Tim. Those are those nonstop flights.
3: Service to Punta Cana begins in March. Followed by Montego Bay and Cabo San Lucas in May.
4: Yay! Travel!
3: Yeah. That's pretty cool.
4: I put it up yesterday. I just was having a day with my toddler. And I was like... Who needs a vacation? And I wrote it on the Jeff and Jen page and there's like 200 comments and memes and people just being like, "Me, me, me."
0: Yeah, I generally need two trips a year. I just got to go. I was just yeah. talking with Patty about it yesterday. She's like, "How you doing?"
5: I'm like, "I'm fine."
0: Uh,
5: <laughs> I'm as fine as like, can be mean? expected. I, was like, I think I've maxed it out. Took yeah. me a year, but I think I'm you ready to yeah. go? I'm over it. It's yeah. I'm It's a happy, little... the sun's out, I'm feeling good, but my body is saying something different.
3: Yep.
4: You need a break.
0: Need a break.
3: Now, Sun Sun Country Airlines is a new ultra low cost carrier. Uh they're known for their free in-flight entertainment. They will begin nonstop service out of CBG to Minneapolis on May 14th.
4: That'll be fine.
3: It'll be warmer in May. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> may not be the beach but you know since we have corporate headquarters out of minneapolis that could be handy
5: yeah also i've always heard minneapolis is a cool town i've always you know i loved it that's been a town i'd like to go you know
3: it's been yeah. a long weekend in so there you go a lot of options there 746 jeff and jen cincinnati's q102 we got a brand new second date update coming up in the next 10 minutes I guess the Tooth Fairy's finances haven't been hit too hard by the pandemic because payouts, I just heard Fritz talking about this earlier, payouts, Tooth Fairy payouts have hit an all-time high. Delta Dental, they do their annual Tooth Fairy poll every year. And the latest one just came out. They found out that the national average is now $4.70 per tooth.
0: Huh. That's a lot. She's still paying out more for the front ones? I think they're worth more because that's a big deal when the front ones fall out.
4: I always heard like the first tooth, I think, is a big deal with the mm-hmm. tooth fairy. But then after that, I think it kind of
0: yeah,
3: le- yeah that's levels off. $4.70 per tooth, up $0.67 cents from last year and $0.04 cents higher than the old record from 2017. Uh, I'll tell you what, kids in the Northeast, they get the biggest payouts. They get $5.72 per tooth. Kids out west are next at five fifty four, then the south at four forty five. Here in the Midwest, man, we get the the least for our teeth here. Midwest is lower at just three dollars sixty six cents a tooth. We're lagging. They've been doing the survey every year since nineteen ninety eight, when the average price per tooth was only a dollar.
2: Thanks for listening. To the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.
1: Pop quiz. What can you buy for $3.99? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only 3 dollars per month, and you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best for details.